Welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast, a podcast that will encourage and inspire you in engaging with young people in Catholic youth ministry. I'm Juliana, and in today's episode, number four, how men connect with each other and their spirituality, I'm sitting down with Micah Thorbjornsson. So as a bit of a disclaimer, today we're chatting about how men connect with each other and their spirituality. So just so you know, it's going to be a bit of a generalised conversation covering some general points about men as a collective group. We hope you can take away some good points to reflect on and that you can apply to your own individual personality and circumstances. I'm very excited to be having this conversation today. So firstly, Micah, welcome to the Catholic Youth Podcast. Thank you. Good to be here. So good to be here. So um, for those who don't know you, could you just tell us who you are, what you do, and what has been a highlight for you in your experience connecting with young people in church? My name is Micah Thorbjornsson. I'm 34 years old. Um, I'm in the process of becoming a clinical psychologist. I've just finished my honours degree. I used to be an engineer. Yes. So I was an engineer for basically 10 years. I uh, did my mechanical engineering up in Darwin. That's where I'm originally from. And then I um, found myself in Adelaide. And after a bit of a, a bit of a adventure around the world, um, found myself in Adelaide sort of looking for something that I was passionate about. Didn't really think engineering was it for me. And... Uh, Found out that I got two, could get two years credit for psychology. Um, so I decided to pull the trigger and chase that. Yeah. And that's been my last uh, four years, essentially. Um, so but I also know that you're a bit of an adventurer on the side, right? Uh, yes. Grew up in, uh, in the rural area with a large family. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to like camping and exploring and traveling and and forward driving and that kind of stuff really like the outdoors and so what's been um in your experience um in church in different groups what's been one of your highlights in connecting with young people a couple of highlights well i was uh involved in vinnie's when i was in darwin quite extensively actually how we met yes (laughs) (laughs) so the one that i was thinking of was actually immersion program and going out uh to remote uh community in the northern territory nunmarianga and uh, running a um, running kids activities yeah. over the Easter break, uh, so that's that's definitely been been a highlight. Just doing practical things and um, connecting in sport. Yeah, getting out there mind. and doing the practical things mm. and just living life and yeah, sharing in in the joy and the fun and the games as well. Mm-hmm. That's a really important important aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, I would um, firstly love to hear a bit about you and your experience. So, um, growing up. Throughout your youth, as a young man, um, what has your experience been like um, bonding with other guys and connecting about with your spirituality? Yeah, growing up. Well, I grew up in a large family, um, so I'm the second eldest. I have one older sister and eight younger brothers. Yeah. So uh, we, I guess, in our family, we're at relatively comfortable with talking about spirituality it seems to be like a sunday thing where mm-hmm. you know would there be a time to reflect on let's say the the readings of the the week and and have a chat about that so for let's say till my mid-teens that kind of happened yeah so that was that made me relatively comfortable about yeah thinking about um spirituality yeah it didn't necessarily translate to 
to church groups necessarily, sure. although there was some good programs that the Darwin Diocese ran, some yeah. youth events. And um, we went out to another remote community to help run a youth event. Mm. And I met my best mate, actually, Ben, on that trip. And I think we were both like looking for deeper discussion. Sure. Um, he was interested in spirituality and, and, you know, I was going on my own journey. Uh, but we were both open to not just kind of thinking that, um, you know, we knew all the answers mm. and it was, it was, so it was an open conversation and, you know, we we're both like questioning everything yes. as you do. As you do. You question, <laughs> you question uh, what the church thinks, you question what your family yeah. thinks, you question, um, you know, what you've been taught and you, you sort of have your own questions about how your life is going and yeah. what you believe in. And so that was that has been a very useful experience. Amazing. And, um, yeah, how special from your teenage years that was sort of like a, a launching point to start having relationships where you could have those deeper conversations and question things. And I guess sort of growing up in your family, so you, were, you had many examples of having those sort of conversations about spirituality. Um, yeah, how did, you, how did you learn to sort of approach that? So I guess... You know, we just copied what, let's say, mum and dad would do or, sure. or um, you know, the youth leaders mm-hmm. would um, create what environment they would create. You know, it'd be like, okay, you know, maybe do a Bible study mm. on a Wednesday night or something like that. And so I think what I appreciated was uh, being able to provide my own or experience or communicate my own interpretation or my own sense of what mm. I was hearing yes. or reading because then you became an active participant. Yes, being able to have um, opportunity to have that dialogue um, and open it up. Has it ever been hard for you to do that? Absolutely, and I still find it hard yeah. to be honest. I, I think that uh, sometimes it can be very uncomfortable. There's... Not many people that, let's say, feel comfortable with straight away opening up about yeah. what they believe in. And then there's the uncomfortability potentially of if you're discussing something that's, let's say, not perfectly in line with yes. maybe a conservative view yeah. of faith or a conservative view of, of religion, then that's potentially puts people off. Yeah. Uh, so on both extremes, you know, on one hand, some people are like, oh, I don't want to talk about spirituality. What are you talking about? Let's just talk about like footy and yeah. let's just talk about... <laughs> I don't um, know, the Bachelorette you know, or yeah, something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, who won the UFC fight on the weekend. And on the other hand is, on the other end of that scale is people who are very comfortable or very uh, aligned with mm. what faith is and what religion is and for you to be kind of exploring that and say, hey, well, I don't understand this and that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's not very comfortable for them either so somewhere in that spectrum yes you're right it um can be quite difficult um to connect with people knowing that we're all on a journey and we're all sort of on a, a spectrum of spirituality whether that's um someone who feels 100 comfortable and confident in their faith with you know no questions and maybe others that aren't even um open um to having conversations about that um so for you and your experience how do you find a way to make that meaningful connection point with people, especially with um, your experience with other men? Yeah, I think um, not having a predetermined angle or predetermined view, but 
just experiencing the conversation for what it is. So not trying, for example, for those who just want to talk about the UFC and it's just all, all of that um, kind of on the surface, which is still important, you know, mm. like you, you can't always live. <laughs> you in can't jump depth. in and be like, have you heard of the yeah. Bible? You know? Yeah. So, um, so it's just experiencing every conversation for first of what it is mm. and then, and then seeing what opens up, uh, you know, you have to stay stay authentic. You just have yeah. to stay, you know, aligned to who you are. But at the same time, you don't have to convert anybody. You yeah. don't have to uh, bring your angle to every conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can respond and just bounce back what you're thinking. So for me, it's approaching every conversation for what it is first off. And then if I feel compelled, I suppose, passionate about something, I might say, well, this is what this is what I think. I think for those who, let's say, aren't, you know, they don't really, not really interested in spirituality or not being exposed to it a lot. To me, spirituality is, in a lot of ways, wisdom. Mm. Wisdom of things that aren't tangible, but still wisdom. Wisdom in experiencing life, wisdom in living life. And that means it still is very, very uh, useful to everybody. For example, we all have relationships. We're part of community. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not or what God you believe in, uh, what religion you're uh, associated with. We all have relationships with other people. Yeah. And everyone has challenges, I suppose, and they're looking for ways to overcome these challenges, skills to overcome these challenges when in a relationship, dealing with people that they don't get along with. With um, conflicts. Dealing with with conflict. And that's a certain type of spirituality. That's a certain type of uh, soft skill because you're relying on your own. You have to understand your own emotions. You have to understand the other person. It's very practical, but it's not something that you can just go fix Yes, yeah. or build. But everyone has it. Everyone has these challenges. And so ever since I moved to Adelaide, actually, I am a part of a men's group, mm-hmm. a non-spiritual focused men's group that catches up every fortnight. And we talk authentically about our challenges and our wins. The idea being that we can encourage each other to mm. be the best version of ourselves and sometimes, you know, there will be a spiritual element to Absolutely. the conversation. Yeah. But people might call it by different words. Yes. For example, it might be, well, I felt that the universe was drawing me down this path. And someone of a uh, Catholic mindset or Christian mindset might describe that as God. Yes. And it's not about saying, well, actually, that's God. Yeah. You know? because <laughs> Hold the phone, yeah. <laughs> that kind of misses the point. The point is that the person is feeling a drawing down this path, mm. this decision, and is open to trying to find the best way forward. And so these kind of conversations, which are not necessarily religious focus or necessarily with... Uh, you know, uh, the stamp of a Bible study or something. Absolutely exactly. not. It's connection. Uh, exactly. And it's and it's still very, very important, very, very useful. And the way I see it, a great mechanism to engage and participate with other men in discussions and conversations that are deeper than let's say going hunting or fishing or four driving is something more deeper which is in the spiritual realm but you don't necessarily have to call it spirituality Uh, that's the way I sort of see it look at it and that's um fascinating I would just love to know what has brought you guys together in that and, and what makes it a meaningful connection when you guys meet up yeah, great question. I think the desire for authenticity, mm. the feeling that maybe we live 
as guys sort of live on the surface of things it maybe is a feeling of huge responsibility of trying to get ahead in life and but not being able to necessarily talk to anyone else about it and so balancing the real drive of getting through life with some authentic vulnerability not the vulnerability to say hey look I'm a mess. I'm falling yeah, apart. Yeah, I'm falling yeah. apart. And <laughs> please fix my life. Yeah. It's the vulnerability. Hey, this is who I am. Yeah, this is what I'm. I'm challenged with at the moment. I want to get through this challenge, and expressing that and sharing that mm. with each other helps uh, us all. Yeah. sort of move forward and 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 grow and and connect. Yeah, you know, had some great conversations around the table. And men, you know, we all participate. We all authentically share, and it's it's a great experience. Wow, that just, yeah. I'm curious though, how do you even start those conversations? What's what's easy mm. about it or what's challenging or awkward and how do you face that? Yeah, well, I'll sort of give you a rundown how the morning goes. So yeah. uh, so sometimes some of the guys would go and start on the beach at 7am with a bit of simple meditation. Yeah. So just being present. And then about... Eight o'clock, we will start a run. So you do like a physical... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, it won't be every every fortnight, yep. every time that I'll participate in the run, but eight o'clock for a run and then 8.30 for a swim at the beach. So some very sort of physical experiences mm. through there. And, and that's it's amazing, especially going through winter at Seacliff Beach and going for a dip in the ocean. is It's an amazing experience. So then that kind of ties into the sit-down coffee chat sit around the table, sometimes there'll be four of us, sometimes there'll be 12 of us. And uh, it starts off with just, a, you know, all catching up, sort of joking around. And then after a while, someone will say, oh, should we go around the table and check in? Mm. And check in means basically what's been going on for you in the last two weeks or last couple of weeks? What's, uh, have you had any challenges? What's your wins? Yeah. And then that generates conversations. Someone might share a challenge with a relationship or jobs or conflict. And then someone else might pop up and say, well, have you thought about it in this way? Yeah. And so we are holding each other to account Mm -hmm. at the same time as encouraging each other. Yeah. So and giving each other a different perspective. That's fascinating. And I'm just reflecting on sort of how women catch up and, and go through things um, in just sort of a different way. We could just go straight to the coffee and probably within the first five minutes, um, you know, might be talking about, you know, a certain conflict or issue or something that we have in our lives or sharing news. But I'm just fascinated by that sort of physical aspect um, that your group does. What do you think that sort of brings to it by being able to do a physical activity together um, before diving into the deep talk? I think it's a reminder that, uh, it's my personal opinion, that as men, we are active and adventurous. Mm. At heart. Yeah. At heart. Mm. And being able to like run, jump in the water, you know, is kind of that fun experience of our boyhood potentially. Yeah. Uh, and a reminder that we're physical beings mm. and... And to not uh, suppress that physicality, it's a great part of being a man. It's a you know core part of the masculine experience. Mm. And so having that to balance a discussion, which is sit down and sort of get vulnerable and, ex- and sh- express and share what's going on in our minds, it sort of helps balance those two parts of our experience. So I do think it's really important to be physical, to be practical, to to experience physicality, to yeah. run, to 
to be adventurous that's that's the adventure of being a man not just a man like i'm not saying women can't be of adventurous yeah, but yeah, yeah. at least in this in this context like i think it's a great way of balancing a sit down chair has it ever been um awkward or challenging to have these type of conversations and if so how have you dealt with that yeah uh it's a good question it's a good question i think that being sitting down at the table helps to alleviate mm-hmm. a lot of that uh, awkwardness. It's almost like by sitting down at the table and coming along, you've already been vulnerable. Sure. You're already saying, hey, I'm, I'm showing gonna, up. Yeah. I'm showing up. And there's been many of times when I think, oh, I don't really want to go because then I, <laughs> then I'm I know. Have to talk. <laughs> I have to or sit there and sort of potentially like share yeah, my, my life. Yeah. But, and, and that, so there is. And we've talked about that as a group, like sometimes that happens, but it's such an amazing experience when you do go and, and share and catch up with guys and, and make friends and, and help each other out. That, that experience helps to alleviate any sort of sense of awkwardness. I think um, also witnessing other people share mm. very vulnerably and openly and meaningfully reminds us that, hey, this is very useful and very important and such a great way to encourage ourselves and each other to be the best that we can be in yeah. life. Personally, there's been times when I've thought, oh, I don't really want to say stuff. And I guess it's similar to having a conversation like now. <laughs> Like, <laughs> where you're strapped to a microphone and <laughs> you're like oh, yeah, i bit feel a bit i don't know how i feel about sharing this well you just kind of just start without any sort of pre-prepared sure. statement it's a conversation and you might say nothing you might say look guys i don't really feel like talking today but i'm happy to hear others and yeah. and I'll, I'll chip in or so i think it's there's no real expectation for your contribution or involvement but by showing up you've already said i'm, I'm here here to participate and I'm here to support and be vulnerable and um I'd be curious to know what are the easy bits or the what feels natural um for men in your experience in in sharing in having those deeper relationships those deepest um talks um about spirituality I think when you approach the discussion from a practical perspective Mm. so rather than although it often sometimes does go into abstract discussions of philosophy. Yeah. But getting back to what we're talking about before with relationships, the skills that it takes to navigate relationships is a really important and practical skill. And often guys aren't necessarily that good at it because we grow up learning to be physical. That's our strength that we naturally rest on. Whereas I believe women naturally rest on being able to communicate and mentally think about a situation. Absolutely, yeah. And so the linking bridge between the two is relationships because relationships are complex and everyone experiences them. It could be your friend, could be family relationships, could be your partner, your wife, your husband, uh, could be your work relationships. We all have them and we can't sit in isolation and pretend we don't have to deal with unless you're a hermit and live alone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So approaching from a practical angle, like, you know, a relationship is a a good example of of realising, hey, there's skills here that I need to talk about. I don't understand why I'm triggered like this and this person annoys me this way and then recognise 
recognizing that, hey, there's something to be learned from here that I can't just read about. I have to experience, mm-hmm. I have to talk to other people to find out other people's perspectives uh, is a good way of opening up a discussion or bridging the gap between you know, purely practical skills to something that's kind of ethereal. That's yeah, intangible. Intangible. But but irritating. But, use, yeah. <laughs> but useful and necessary. Yeah. And I think another good example is decision making. Yeah, okay. Decision making requires discernment yeah. and sacrifice of one option for, or several options for another option. And so there's an element of like feeling your way forward with a decision. Mm. And that sometimes aligns well with the idea of spirituality where you're kind of feeling what's drawing you down a path. And sometimes guys who don't align with a particular religious structure will call it something along the lines of, I felt the universe was providing this to me or this opportunity to me and being quite comfortable with talking about that. And so these kind of expressions of how you see the world or someone might see the world is a great gap filler to, to essentially spirituality. So people, I think, describe spirituality in, in different ways and it's important to still like recognize that it might not be my particular way of describing yes. it but it's still spirituality nonetheless absolutely and it's not to be dismissed or diminished but it's 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 that open little link that we mm. can actually connect over and not to let that pass by as well yeah, yeah to affirm that and to celebrate that as yeah, well absolutely i remember one time uh, one of the guys was getting through going through a process of trying to heal right and he said oh guys you mind if we uh do like a smoking ceremony i've got some time and so we we all went up to uh you know a place on the hill where he lit some time and then he said okay if you want to participate with me um just write down things that you want to let go of Mm. on a piece of paper and then put it in the fire right and now this this is like a very typical kind of experience that you'd come across in a lot of youth groups yeah um, yeah you know let's <laughs> all put out prayers or our wishes yes uh, or things we want to let go of and let's let them go yes it's like a psychological spiritual experience and and so we did this and I thought okay initially I was skeptical because I, I never sort of yeah like approach it this way this? what's yeah. what are we doing with time and yeah, yeah. smoking time and and uh, but it was a great experience and it reminded me that there are many ways of engaging with spirituality and this was a great example of this guy engaging with it in his way and it was actually lined up very nicely to other typical let's say rituals or absolutely uh, spiritual experiences of letting go of praying let's say because you're hoping for god the universe and and you're you're laying that intention out in some Mm. sort of ritual and so it was good experience and and a great example of of another way of seeing spirituality yeah and linking that together thank you so much for for sharing that micah and i i know that will be an encouragement um to people out there listening to take those steps to link with people um and to see the many facets of spirituality it's really exciting um so just before we go i'd like to just ask you one more thing what's one piece of advice or encouragement you'd like to pass on to men who are looking to have deeper relationships and um, connect over their spirituality my advice would be find or encourage authentic conversations with other men in your life this might mean finding a men's group Mm and seeking this kind of experience out it might be exploring the conversations with your guy mates and some of them might find it uncomfortable and you'll but you'll be surprised some of them will 
probably go actually open up as well. And it might just be as simple as going, I'm interested in this, exploring this. What do you think about this? Have you come across this or what's been your experience and and seeing what happens? So it's taking it as a bit of adventure. Yes. Taking it from a curiosity standpoint and realizing that it's not going to just pop up for you. You have to kind of go out and seek it and then not limiting yourself to particular experiences by thinking, okay, well, I need to find a Bible study group. Now that can be a good opportunity, but it might be as simple as finding a men's group or as I said before, opening up a conversation with a guy, mate. So not limiting yourself, taking a curiosity standpoint and then treating it as an adventure. If you take the perspective that spirituality is a great source of wisdom in living life and the more that you get to know about it the better placed you will be to navigate life and i'll just finish on this there are four you know widely considered archetypes of the masculine let's say being Mm -hmm. king warrior magician lover oh now magician is actually the uh, search for wisdom or the yeah, search for understanding okay. things. And part of that is is essentially understanding things that you can't tangibly mm. or practically use or or feel or touch or build. But it's it's knowledge and experience and wisdom nonetheless that has a useful value in your life. And so realizing that, hey, as well as getting stuff done, being the warrior, being courageous, as well as being a romantic partner, being the lover, as well as being a decision maker, being calm and balanced, I need to be also value the fourth archetype, which is the magician, the wisdom searcher, the spirituality seeker. Mm. The reason why I mention that is because it kind of allows the perspective of seeing yourself as made up of multiple factors of your personality mm. or your being and and the spirituality or the search for spirituality is a important aspect of your of your being as well as all the other parts of you yeah i love that thank you so much um for sharing your experience your wisdom and everything with us here today micah appreciate it really appreciate it thank you thank you for listening to the catholic youth podcast Make sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Cath Youth Adelaide to stay up to date with all the latest information, resources and events. Until next time, see you.